Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to part two of our mailbag show for this week. This one's all going to be trade questions. So um, if you're just listening to the mailbag for the first time this week and you had a question that was start, sit, or other, go check out yesterday's episode. we got a bunch of those questions out there. Today's going to be mainly all trade questions for you. So I'm going to start us off with a bunch of questions here in a row that are all going to be about TJ Hawkinson, which is kind of funny. I don't know if anything has to do with the fact that when I uh, posted the mailbag show on Instagram this week, I always make a post every week on Instagram, which Instagram.com slash fancy football profit for those of you just listening for the first time. Go check us out there. I'll post uh, every Tuesday. I'll post a mailbag post and you put all your questions there. We'll answer them. But this week's mailbag post, the picture was TJ Hawkinson. And then I go and get like seven TJ Hawkinson questions this week between start, sit, and then today. So I think we had three Hawkinson questions yesterday on yesterday's show. I think we have like another three today. But um, everyone wants to know about TJ Hawkinson. So here we go. First one up says, do I try and get Hawkinson for cheap? So do you go try and trade Hawkinson, trade to get Hawkinson for cheap? I have Dalton Schultz. Everyone has Schultz and Hawkinson, it feels like. I have yeah. Schultz and Gusecki, PPR. Ooh, interesting. Um, so I, those guys aren't bad. I do think Hawkinson, I still would rather have Hawkinson. Um, you know, I would try to go trade Hawkinson, try to get Hawkinson right now. This is a good buy low to me, Hawkinson is. You know, he hasn't been performing and you very well. Maybe, honestly, a Schultz and Gusecki just alone might get him. You might just trade those two, get get Hawkinson. I would do it. I would. I want that upside in Hawkinson. I think it's there. I think he's going to be better than those guys. If you could trade both of those guys together and get Hawkinson, I'd do that right now. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, yeah, especially Schultz is going to be the guy that everyone's looking at because right now he looks like he's uh, – you know, better than Hawkinson. He's been yep. playing better than in the last few weeks. So I do like Hawkinson over the course of the year. We'll find out if that is true or not because tight end is fickle. But yeah, if you can trade just Schultz straight up, great. If he wants Schultz and, you know, Jacecki at the same time, even better. But I do think that you can probably, you probably don't have to give much more than, than Schultz to get Hawkinson at the moment. Yep. And then the next question we kind of covered already, Dan, uh, Carrasco says, after two bad weeks, should I try and trade for TJ Hawkinson by low candidate? Yeah. Yeah. So, like we're saying, yep, exactly. I think you, you go and do that. And then Trevor has the next question. <laughs> he says, do I sit on TJ Hawkinson or use him as trade bait? Um, he says, I picked up Dawson Knox last week, but I'm not sure if he has solidified his role yet. So I would say I wouldn't not, I wouldn't try to trade TJ Hawkinson right now. I don't think you have enough. I don't think he's been, obviously, like we said, last couple of weeks have been poor. I think that value is at his lowest point right now. I would not try and trade him. So if yeah, definitely don't trade him. But then another part of this becomes you have Dawson Knox now too, who's played really well and is in a good offense. Dawson Knox, TJ Hawkinson, like who would you who are you playing out of those two? This becomes a decision. I mean, right now I'm playing Knox. Right now I'm just riding the wave of t- like touchdowns that they've been able to get him. It's been four straight games that he's gotten at least one touchdown. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy at the moment. It does feel like one of those things that will slow down. <laughs> but until it does, you just keep riding the train. I guess for me, that would be the question is, will this continue? Because right now, if you look at the amount of targets, right, um, 
he had, you know, just from week one to through week five, four, three, five, eight, four. As far as tight end goes, that that's pretty darn good. But and obviously they're looking for him in the red zone as well. Right now, because he's ranked the second overall tight end, that's a very difficult position. Would you do you believe in him enough? Or would you look to trade him? Because right now he would have more value than the other guys that, are trading. That's the interesting thing. I might actually try to trade him. Um, if there's someone out there that really is tight end needy and Knox has all this you know, value right now, maybe you do try to trade him. That's not a bad deal. Funny thing is looking at um, fantasy pros right now, consensus ranks for week six, Hawkinson's four, Knox is five. So they're right there. And you know what? I probably would try. I don't know. Knox, I feel like you try to trade him. I don't know what the value is yet from him. Um, What's the um the interesting part too though? Uh, you you're at Tennessee, then you have a buy. Yeah. But Knox does have, and uh, I guess every Buffalo player has a three week ride that should just be amazing. It goes Miami, Jacksonville, the Jets. Okay, keep keep Knox. <laughs> they're just like maybe it won't slow down. No, don't keep me at his Buffalo offense, man. I should have invested more in Buffalo. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, yeah, keep Knox. Never mind. <laughs> Wait for Hawkinson to have a big game and then trade him. At least in your in your part, you know <laughs> that's what I might do. All right, Dan Carrasco. Another question from Dan he says: I have Jalen Hurts and Aaron Rodgers. Should I keep Rodgers for insurance or trade Rodgers for a good bench piece and let Hurts rock? Um, personally, I would like to have both. Yes, I'm going to say the same thing. Um, I've talked about Hurts a little bit in this regard, where fantasy wise, I love him, but. There is something to it where he's not the greatest actual NFL quarterback. He's just, there's, there's issues there. There is, but it's not showing up in fantasy right now for us. Right. That's all we care about here. But mm-hmm. the, the way that can is the only worrisome thing is, does it start at any point? Does it become a detriment to the team? I don't think it'll become that, but it's still just in the back of my mind. Maybe he really does start to struggle but because of that. I'm going to keep Rogers. Like I saw something on Twitter, um, I believe today is just a comment somebody wrote was somebody tweeted out said Jalen Hurts is Blake Bortles with rushing ability like, that's all that's what he is it's, you know what it's hurtful Bortles remember Bortles, Bortles did have numbers. He, yeah I was gonna say he did have a a, a good fantasy I wish I could credit him Alan Alan Robinson I had like 14 <laughs> touchdowns though yeah and see but a bad quarterback can still be fantasy relevant. I, Jalen Hurts to me is better than Blake Bortles, right? I feel like he's he's actually. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. Um, that's he's not what not, I'm trying to say. He's just there's he's there's some a, issues there. Yeah, yeah. He just hasn't really gotten it together as far as throwing the ball, and you know I think he he can. We all we all have seen it, but it's game to game. It, it all depends on the defense and what team he's playing and what happens. But last week is a perfect example, right? He had only 198 yards throwing. Uh, one interception, zero t- like touchdowns, and he still manages in <clears throat> in standard to score about 23 points because he also goes in there and he, he rushes two touchdowns, only 30 yards though. So he made it work, but you were kind of flirting with that moment where if you don't have a good matchup, you don't have a good feeling about it. If if you have Aaron Rodgers, he's a much more stable quarterback when you when you need that production. Yep. So I, I, I like having both of them, even though, you know, Hertz will probably play more of the games right now than, than Aaron Rodgers would. I just, I don't trust it quite enough yet. And that's actually, it was Kyle Yates from Fantasy Pros. It was actually Jalen Hurts is Blake Bortles with mobility. 
the comments are very interesting to read. You got some people that have probably only seen fantasy stats and, you know, but there's a thing for fantasy, the mobility, and just in general, the mobility is what actually does set them apart. Obviously. That's why we liked it so yeah. much. It's yeah. that mobility. It's that rushing ability. That's what we love. And that's what, you know, makes him a good fantasy option. As much it's as every, I mean, it's, and as this is not anything new, I mean, this is every quarterback. Would Kyler Murray be as dominant if he couldn't run? Would Lamar Jackson be like Superman if he couldn't run? Would Cam Newton? Would I mean, man, even back in the day, Steve Young was a, a mobile quarterback that could get some yardage. It it just adds another like d- you know dynamic playmaking ability in your game, and it, it really does affect how defenses approach you. I think Jalen Hurts is probably the you know least skilled of all those guys I just named because he he doesn't really have the passing game down yet. Mm-hmm. But he 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 can be deadly, and right now it, it's killing the the running back game too on that team because he's the one getting the touchdowns right now. So yeah, but, right, yeah, next. I don't know. I don't, it's probably too harsh to call him Bortles, so that's a little rough. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that that was looking for some attention right there on that tweet, but still, yeah, you got it. <laughs> right. All right. Connor asks, "Do I trade Robert Woods straight up for AJ Brown?" Yeah, if I can get AJ Brown, I think I'll do that. Right. I know it's, I would, he struggled. I would he too. struggled last week in his first week back, but I'm going to do that all day. Woods, and this is a this is actually a really great question. It, re- it really, really is because AJ Brown right now is looking like a disaster. I know I have him on one of my teams. It is mostly health and is and is at the yeah. detriment of Tannehill. Julio Jones is down as well, so it looks like that team cannot pass. Right. And I'm not saying, and we talked about this in in our last episode. I'm not saying Tannehill will Tannehill will ever ever get back to a top 10 guy, like a bottom of the 10, mm-hmm. um, you know, throughout this, the rest of the year, I do think he'll have some good games. I think AJ Brown will get back on track when he's healthy and Robert Woods right now, it, it looks like they're doing everything in their power to get him involved. I don't think he's going to be bad, but I, I don't think that you can't force feed him the ball. So if it, if it doesn't take off in the next couple of weeks, it just is what it is for Woods for the rest of the year. I think AJ Brown, his is completely health at the moment, and people are kind of forgetting that because you're you're getting frustrated. You're not getting that return on your investment in the past four weeks or so. Yep. All right, Pocono Thunder then asks or says, should I trade AJ Brown? And I'm going to say no, because maybe, well, maybe, maybe. Yeah, it it's, all depends on what you can get for him. But again, right now, it's, yeah, I it's think, all about value. I think you wait until. Wait until he he has a good game because he will have a good game. Yeah. You'd be trading him at absolute lowest point right now, and you never yeah. really want to trade people. Now, you don't want to trade good players at their lowest value because he, obviously this he's not going to get worse than this. You would think, right? So this is the worst. No, time no he trade. absolutely will not. Yeah, yeah. It's just and not a good. Time. The only thing I will say: sometimes you do know people are just crazy about uh, like if you have a person who loves Tennessee or loves AJ Brown, and and his value hasn't fallen in that guy's eyes. Then yep. sure, go yep. and and see what you're able to get for him. I don't have an issue with trading AJ Brown. I just don't like trading at the lowest value. No, and that's I mean, there's something like that. Yeah, like we're not, we're saying, okay, you 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 like to sell high, right? You like to buy low. Those are what you like to do in fantasy. And sometimes you, sometimes you just got to get out from under a player, right? Trade him before you you can't anymore. Because we're saying like AJ Brown though is not going to get worse. There's other times like I'm telling you, I think I was talking about trading DeAndre Hopkins possibly the other day because i don't think deandre yeah. hopkins is necessarily like it's 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 i think he's not been bad enough you know kind of a thing where his value is not low his value hasn't really been hurt too bad there's other guys like you know i don't 
AJ Brown just he's been hurt and then he comes back and it's like three catches like that's just it's really poor you can't trade him yeah he just hasn't been playing I think uh, it, Woods would be the opposite where the last two games he had a, a, a touchdown at the very very end of the game in, in in garbage time and then they tried to force feed him like what whatever it was 13 yeah. targets or whatever so that that one if you wanted to sell him if you're like go over it he would that would be a great time to sell him because you've seen you know, you get the glimpse and you're kind of like, someone will definitely throw that. And that's why you can get someone like AJ Brown for him. You know, it's a complete opposite. The last two weeks, Woods is looking like he's going up. AJ Brown, the last three weeks has looked like he's, you know, tanking and, and you're jumping on that. I, I, Woods is not a bad player. AJ Brown is not a bad player, but I do think that overall AJ Brown is better fantasy player. And I, I, that's where I would go with that. So here's another question about trading away, guys. So it's AK to NWA. It says, how fast should I trade Darren Waller away? So it's kind of now we're talking and saying, hmm. like, are we trading a guy at a low value? I think here's the difference with, with Darren Waller, which, well, first off, what are you possibly going to get at tight end? That's a big issue right here. What can you get that can make this up, right? Well, let's say you can have, maybe you have somebody on the bench. Like I was actually talking to my brother yesterday about this very same topic because he has Darren Waller but he also has Kyle Pitts. So it's like, could Pitts step in, right? And maybe maybe this is where you trade Darren Waller. Here's the thing with Darren Waller. I don't think this would be trading at like lowest value because Darren Waller, so if you're trading away Darren Waller, most of the people are going to think, okay, we saw Darren Waller on Monday Night Football week one and just went nuts, right? All those targets, everything. So that is still lingering in everyone's mind. And he's had four weeks since then that have been – um mediocre. I think one week he did get a touchdown, but it's been mediocre, but I don't think that's registered to be honest. I don't feel like that's truly registered with people um, of what he's done these last four weeks. And he's still ranked. Where is he even ranked? He's up there in his fourth. Yeah. Right. Or, right. Or, or fifth yeah. technically. Yeah, okay. Fifth. So he's fifth. So you pull, you pull, somebody pulls up Darren Waller. Oh, he's fifth on the year. Right. And they need a tight end. I think you can get some stuff for Darren Waller. Like you can get some legitimate players for Darren Waller, but if you don't have a tight end to come into that spot, but maybe you picked up Dawson Knox, right? Maybe right. you picked up Dawson Knox and that's who you're going to throw in there. If you have somebody like, if you have someone to step in, I think you can actually trade Darren Waller and get some others. You get a running back wide receiver value. I really do think there's good value at Darren Waller. If, if you can get something for him, I have no issue with it. I will, yeah. I will say this. I am, I would be intrigued right now with Waller because with, <laughs> with the controversy circling the Raiders, yeah. a new coach coming in, I I could see Waller getting a bump up with how much they use him. Yeah, I mean, I I mean he hasn't had bad numbers. He just you know he's only gotten two touchdowns. He's still ranked fifth. So I, who else can you get? And that that's always the question, right? So I think at the end of the year he's still going to be one of the like top tier. I should say that that second tier. I think Travis Kelsey will be number one. And yeah. then it'll be him, Andrews, Knox. But they're all going to have their games where some will be big, some will be small. Waller is going to be the consistent guy. And I, I do think that he will get a bump from the shakeup because what do you do when you when you need, a, you know, who are you looking to? You're going to be looking towards your best player, and that is Waller. Well, Waller's interesting because he could be both ways here. It could be like where you try to buy low on him, right? If you have somebody that's – that does that does have another option. They're just trying to get out from. They think Waller's not doing well. Maybe you can sneak one by and you get Waller. But I I don't. I also think if you're selling them, you're still selling them high. Don't sell them like sell them on week one value. Don't sell them. Yeah. Don't sell them. Don't sell them for you know Pete like anything. You sell them as like, hey, this is week one, Darren Waller. That's how you sell them. 
Yeah, you would. You would definitely try to do that. But you try and, to go. Tight, you're trying to trade for him. Say, hey, look how bad he's been for four weeks. Yeah, like, tight end is very <laughs> difficult to trade for whatever reason because everyone's kind of like, I mean, it's a it's a slush pile. It, it, they're terrible unless you have Travis Kelsey because no one trusts the tight end. Everyone's seen what happened. I mean, Andrews has one good week. Other than that, he hasn't been that impressive. But he's gonna look like he's the number three or you know number three tight end. And you're kind of like, well, I mean, for one week he was. <laughs> so right. it, it's going to be a very. Well, maybe do you be like, okay, here, um, I got Dawson Knox. He's been great. Let me trade you Dawson Knox and uh, I'll throw in Odell. Dawson Knox and Odell Beckham and get you Darren Waller. I would, I mean, personally, I would do it. Right. But, but that yeah, could I mean, actually. I, that I, could I don't think that's him. a bad, I don't think that's a bad trade. Yeah. And, Some, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Knox, you're, the question is, will he keep catching touchdowns? Because if you just look at the, amount of catches and yardage him and Waller are actually very, very close to one another. Knox just happens to have like four more touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Or you get somebody to get one of these guys that have lost a bunch of running backs at this point. Right. And you just try to go, you pair up a Knox or a Schultz or a Hawkinson with a, with a, with a, you know, if you have running back depth with an average running back, I don't know who that is exactly. I don't know. Yeah. So um, pretty much someone else yeah. that was people are getting tired of. Like you said, OBJ is a good one because you're yeah. like, maybe he has value, but if he doesn't, I don't, I don't really care. Yeah. So you're, you're going like really, yeah. you go find somebody that's neat that needs a position that you have extra of. Right. Go someone find that has, person. But you, you'd have to like for, for Waller, you'd have to have a tight end that's, has some value, right? That has, it's going to be one of these guys that maybe has been, you know, like a Schultz, like a, like I said, like a Knox, like somebody like that. Right. Or, you know, somebody that's done something and then you go trade or do you go trade Mark Andrews after that massive game? And would you rather have Waller than Andrews? I I mean, I like both, but. Yeah. I mean, I like both. I, I I do think that Waller will be, I think he'll be overall a little more productive. Yeah. That would have to be like a straight up deal. Yeah. That crazy big game is is really bolstering him. Yeah. And and he will have game. I mean, he has that potential. I don't know. That's a that's a rough one. Hey, my my question on this one too is if someone doesn't have tight end and you do you do have someone like Andrews, Waller, Knox, um, do you would you feel safe enough to go for one of these injured running backs at the moment? Like pair him with another mediocre, say running back, perhaps. And then go for a Montgomery, go for a Saquon, go for someone that you don't actually know what their future holds. Would you feel pretty good about that or no? I, I, I haven't heard I mean, of Sa- Saquon injury news yet, like timeline, what, it, what this actually is. Well, I'd want I mean, Sa- I, I want from, Saquon. All from what I saw, always. it's, it's going to be probably a week or two, I would assume. It's okay. a lower yeah. ankle injury. It's nothing crazy. Yeah, so if you get you, – again, this is where you take advantage. This is where you try to go take advantage of people that have had injuries, right? And you, if you have the depth and you can trade it like a mediocre player and get, you know, one of those good tight ends and trade and get Saquon, just take advantage of somebody that's like on their last desperate attempt to, you know, keep the season alive. Yeah. I, I, I do think, I do say that. I think when you have a tight end, it might be more, uh, it might be a better deal for you to pair them up with something else. I, I feel like tight end low people, at least for me, it feels very difficult to say, yeah, I'm going to trade for that tight end. Um, but if you pair with someone else and it feels like a a, a a positive in two different aspects of it, all of a sudden I'm like, ah, maybe I'm, I'm much more willing to do it, especially if you're a middling team or you're starting to lose and then you have these injuries. I'm in a situation where, man, I'm, I'm struggling and you have injuries. Delvin Cook's not playing. If someone kind of steps up and is like, I can help you right now because you can't take too many more losses if you want to make playoffs, those kind of guys will have to 
look at it seriously, even if they're, you know, even if they're giving away the better player in their deal. So we would be looking at that. And right now, Saquon owners probably are, you know, taking on the chin. So, or Montgomery owners. So either one of those, that's probably the way I would look at it. Like you're really, you're going to be trying to improve your team and you're not just grabbing pieces that might or might not work out for you. All right, a couple more questions here. Nate says, what can I get from Miles Sanders? Fed up with him as my running back, too. Dude, I wish I, I know. I, yeah, <laughs> who's not fed up with that guy? <laughs> I don't know what you can get from Miles Sanders right now, to be honest. I don't know who wants to trade for him. You, well, honestly, the only way to do it is less about what you can get. It's more about who you can give him to. Mm-hmm. You're just looking for a team that is that is in desperate need of a running back. And once again, yeah. you're you're seeing all these yeah. people that have injuries and right now they're probably trying to grab handcuffs and the people that are playing behind them, especially if they miss out on that. Those are the people you're going after well, because no one in their right mind actually wants them, but everyone needs to put a running back in, yeah. in the slot. But again, this is another spot where I'd have a hard time actually trading them because what are you possibly getting? Because I could actually see like, would you be shocked if in like four weeks Miles Sanders is running for 120 yards, like in mean, a touchdown no. too? No, like I could, I could 100 well, percent see it happen. Let's be honest, we're we're only in uh, a Hurts injury away from that happening, or right? quite possible. Yeah. So I again, I mean, I just don't like to get in the business of just trading guys just because you're done with them, just for whatever you can get. Not a running back, not at running, not with a well, starting running back. Is it once again? I mean. You, 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 maybe a Miles Sanders and another, you'd have to be another pretty. Here, I'll give player. you Miles Sanders and Dawson Knox. I want Darren Waller. For, for, yeah, for Darren, yeah. Or, or one of those, <laughs> one of those injury guys, like you could try to pair those two up and say, yes, yeah, exactly. Is, is Alaire coming, like, is coming back? Like, you start thinking of that. I don't oh, really God, mind. Yeah. You know, if, if you're but not, you play he, Miles he's Sanders. One anyway. that, he's one that you might actually be able to get because, Just be like, hey, I'll give you he Miles hasn't been Sanders. He's doing right all now. that good. Yeah, give me Miles Sanders for Clyde Edwards Alaire. Just yeah. give it to and, me. I'll take four yeah. weeks off. And, and you might have to give multiple, right? Being like, I'll <laughs> give him and someone like him and a, a tight end I'm not using. Like maybe you have Schultz right. and Hawkinson. Pick one. And that person might just say, um, at least I'm getting something. Cool. Yep. All right. Final question comes from Khan. He says, who won this trade? It's a, it's a trade of Dawson Knox and Michael Thomas for Amari Cooper. Which side wins? Ooh, Knox and Thomas for Amari Cooper? Yeah, it's actually it's interesting. It's an interesting deal. Well, uh, we'll find we'll find out when Thomas comes out. Otherwise, yeah. Cooper. It's hard to it's hard to say who won this trade yet. You know, to be honest, uh, we can't really make that determination until Michael Thomas plays. If Michael Thomas comes in and Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas, possibly the Michael Thomas side wins, right? But Amari Amari's the interesting case where he has like last week he has the touchdown, right? So his look, week looks good, but his volume hasn't been great since week one. So I get, I also get trying to trade Amari Cooper when he has this value yet, but it's not maybe true. You know, it's there, but it's yeah. not like, it's not all, it's not hundred percent real. Yeah. I mean, right now I would say the person who got Cooper as won of the today, trade. as, as of, today. of right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also love that too, because you're trading a, someone that has been taking up a spot on your, on your bench. And he does have potential, but do you think he's going to be better than Cooper when he comes back? He, well, here, he could, okay, here's, but he might not be. And then now here's is another guy that is kind of like uh, exceeding expectations, been catching a ton of a ton of touchdowns. If that goes down at all, I think that I think that's a really good trade. But I, I like the person that was like, I don't. Maybe I don't need Cooper. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna roll the dice. Knox is gonna keep catching touchdowns, and Thomas will come back and be Thomas. And 
I'm gonna look like a genius. I don't know. Well, I get it because here we go. Here's the here's the numbers on my uh, are on Amari Cooper this year. Week one, 17 targets. That was a crazy 17 wow. targets, 13 catches, 139 yards, two touchdowns. Like, wow, Amari Cooper. Well, that's Prescott. what we thought they they were gonna throw it okay. 50 times yeah. a game. <laughs> week week two, five targets, three catches, 24 yards. Week three, four targets, three catches, 26 yards. Week four, three targets, three catches, 69 yards, and a touchdown. Week five, six targets, three catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. He has 12 catches in the last four weeks after he had 13 in week one. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah, I agree. Not, though, but Mari Cooper's not a bad one to try to sell again off week one value and name value. Week one value and name value. Yeah. In those touchdowns, the last two weeks, those touchdowns have boosted him up a little bit. Where, but again, he has some fake value right now. Yeah, I mean, if we say fake value, but this has been Amari Cooper's mo. Like he will be up and down as week to week. We all know this. I mean, this is why we we don't really like drafting him. We talk about it nauseum. I'm in, dealing with you know, it right now. He's on my team for the first time ever. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, we wish that it would be like week one. But at the same time, he's still what the like 14th best wide receiver because it'll be up and down. And that offense is good enough to give him consistent shots at the end zone. So that's still why I like him, even though you're absolutely right. Like those numbers don't lie, but at the end of the day, he's on a good offense that will get in the end zone. And, and we've seen Zeke slow down. We've seen them throw 50 times a game. So he, he will have games where you're just like, wow, where this is amazing. Where did this come from? And if, you know, he has four touchdowns, you know, on the season already. I, I do still like him, but, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think my, my biggest argument with that is, and Knox is a, a good piece to get. What is Thomas really going to be? And if it was really just waiting on injury that it was this year, but it's like lingering from last year, he has surgery. He's had and beef he, with the well, saints and he Jameis wasn't good is, last year. When, yeah, when he, he wasn't played, good like, when he played and Jameis yeah. has been very up and down that's where I'm I'm just like, I don't know if getting Thomas for that is really the guy you want to go after. Yeah, so probably Mari Cooper wins the deal right now. Michael Thomas could change it. We'll see. He could. But all right, there we go. That's it for the mailbag part two. So yeah, always good questions. Next week, you guys, if you want to get your questions in, go to Instagram.com slash fantasy football profit. Check out the mailbag post, post them there. Um, you can go to YouTube.com slash fantasy football profit, post them there. Email us fantasy football profit at gmail.com, all those good places. Get all your questions in. All right, that'll do it. Talk to you guys next time.